For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. And a good Saturday to you folks. Welcome to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. This time of year tends to bring out the best and the worst in all of us. We all have that expectation of the perfect holiday with family and friends, being the perfect host. Well, some of us are addicted to pleasing others, of being the perfect mother. I have on the line author of I Was Supposed to Be Happy, Lisa Hendrickson on the line. So, Lisa, welcome to the studio. Thank you, Belinda. So, nice to be here. <laughs> I, I love the title of the book. I was Thank supposed you. to be happy. Yes. And um, so I, I read your book, and you know, you had it all. Uh, at uh, 32, you had reached your career goals. Uh, you were on the way to building a thriving business. You mm-hmm. had um, had children, which you wanted. You had the man of your dreams. You were living behind that white picket fence that everybody wants. But still, Lisa wasn't happy. No, that's true. I lived the perfect life, at least what it looked like on the outside. So just as you said, I did all of those things. I graduated with straight A's. I did a career in politics and journalism. I built my own business. I met the perfect man. I, I you know, the perfect house, as you said, the white picket fence with the red and the big garden with apple trees and yeah. the perfect place for the stroller when the kids came. Mm-hmm. And after some struggle, the kids came because that was what was expected, right? right? And then on and on and on with all the stuff that you were supposed to have. But during all those years, there was a voice somewhere inside of me saying that there's something missing or that there's something wrong. And despite how I tried to get it perfect, there was always something, you know, just nagging me. And I was lying in that beautiful house awake at night, and I made myself so terribly wrong because you were not supposed to, you know, feel like there's something wrong when you have it all right. Because <laughs> you feel like others are looking at your life going, look at yes. everything you have. Why in the world are you not happy? Exactly. So, that was actually one of the things that I thought of when I wrote the book. Like, what if people don't understand that, you know, because I would get the 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 feedback that what what do you have to complain about but that is exactly it i it was like you were not supposed to complain because you had it all and i think many people could recognize themselves in that you know situation of having it all but still feeling like there's something missing so so yeah. what was missing mm-hmm. 
Yes. So after, you know, having that voice just trying to tell me something and also my body aching, I was not feeling well. I was often sick. I had troubles with my body in different ways. It was like something was telling me you can choose something else. There is a different way of being. But since no one had ever told me that I could ask myself what do you long for? Who are you? If you could create your way, you know, your life in any way, what would you create? I did not know that it was okay to create it in a different way. So it's like we grew up, so many of us, you know, when we're small, we learn very early on how to behave, what to wear, um, how to act, you mm-hmm. know, to please others and to fit in. And you're just told that this is the way you're supposed to create your life and then you'll be happy. And what if that's not, you know, true for as many people as you think? <laughs> well, I, I'm i a perfectionist and I'm a pleaser. Mm-hmm. So if I run across someone that, that I let down for some reason, it cuts deep. Yes. I know. I can totally recognize myself in that. Yes. And that is... One of the things that I talk about a lot is how to get out of the guilt trap because, you know, me being back in that beautiful house, I was constantly feeling guilty for not, you know, being happy because I had it all. And, And also when I had the kids and still not being happy enough or, you know, looking like turning rocks to see if there's something else. And when you're a mother, especially, you're not supposed to feel like there's something missing because you have the kids, then you have it all, right? Right. um, To get out of that guilt trap is a key, I would say. (laughs) Okay, well, how do you make the change? Because you you have everything. So are you letting things go? Are you adding new things? How did you make the transformation? Yeah, so for me, the biggest key that I learned was to know how aware I am of other people's points of views, other people's opinions, and other people's expectations. Sorry, I'm from Sweden, so my (laughs) Swedish is not perfect, and that's okay. And you're calling overseas right now. Where are you? I (laughs) know. I'm sitting here in Sweden, and it's it's pitch black outside because it's 7 o'clock in the evening. (laughs) Okay. And and now it's wintertime as well, so we have like three, four hours of sun, maybe sun. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy, but... It's beautiful as well. For some reason, I choose to live here, right? Yes, so yes. There must be something to it. Okay, so back to the guilt trap. So what I did was that I realized that I grew up in a family where guilt was a constant thing that you lived with. My mother was, um, during the 70s and 80s when I grew up, she was um, very, uh, she was, doing a career she was actually choosing not to be a stay stay at home mom so my father was the one at home Mm -hmm. and she chose that but that was not okay in other people's points of view so she took a lot of crap from people for that choice Mm -hmm. and even though she chose it she was constantly feeling guilty for being away from her kids and as a little you know the sunshine you know little magical creature that we all are as kids we just come to this beautiful planet and we're curious about what's possible, and we don't have any rights and wrong. We don't learn, you know, points of views. We just hear saying, hi, everything is possible, and you are beautiful, and I can create anything. And then mm-hmm. we learn, you know, the right and wrong and how to behave, just like I said. And also, you pick up stuff 
from the people that you care about around you. So if you grew up with someone like I did, for example, who had constantly a bad conscience of feeling guilty for not being there, as I grew up, I had that guilt with me all the time. And so it's never, no one ever told me that you're a very aware person. I made that guilt mine, mm-hmm. and I had that with me constantly. And as I became a mother, it was there like a program of feeling guilty, even though I created it all perfect. So, so what is the answer? <laughs> so... I wrote the book, right, and it's called I Was Supposed to Be Happy, and the tagline of it is um, an invitation for you to find and choose what is true for you. So if you start asking yourself questions about who you are and what you long for and also what you are aware of and what you've been picking up your whole life, say you grew up with somebody who was really, really angry all the time, Maybe you pick that up, and as you grew up, you were an angry person. But maybe that's not even yours. That was just something that you were aware of as a way of a natural way of being. So for me, um, eight years ago, tell me if I'm blabbering too much. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. hanging on every word. Oh, good, brilliant. <laughs> so for me, like eight years ago, um, when those voices, you know, the pain in my body and everything was like, what the fuck? So oh. I was swearing. <laughs> Is it that is missing? And I really started asking questions. And I also came in contact um, with something called Access Consciousness. And um, they had some tools and questions. And it was the first time that anyone had ever asked me, so what is that you know? If you don't follow anyone from right and wrong, and if you don't do it the way that you're supposed to do it, and also the key of how aware you are of how you're supposed to do it without people even saying it. So what can you create and who can you be if you start just getting rid of all that stuff that's not even yours? So if the guilt was not even mine, I learned something that it was supposed to be there. What if it's not, you know, and becoming aware that it's not naturally a part of me to feel guilty all the time, then I can actually choose not to have that guilt in every situation. But how do you get rid of something that you have carried with you for so long? Yeah. How do you just shed it? It sounds like it, it should be really, you know, something really troublesome. But for me, it was, it was just becoming aware that it was not mine and it did not have to be. Then it was like, it sounds like it's so easy, but what if it could be as easy as that? So just starting to ask questions around who you are and what you, you know, what, what's true for you could actually create a different way of being. I, I know that it sounds like, oh, that sounds too easy. It does so, sound too easy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's so cool, too, that you're saying that because... What if it could be that easy? Everywhere where we bought into that life had to be a struggle and that every change that we had, you know, could make had to go on for ages and ages and we have to peel off the, you know, the core of the onion before we get to the issue. What if change could actually be really easy? Well, and, well 
I would yeah. love to open up the phone lines, Lisa, and let our listeners ask questions um, okay. to you. Yeah. If they, mm-hmm. And this is a time of year, like I said earlier, that this brings out the best and the worst because, mm-hmm. A, uh, we're around a lot of family, and mm-hmm. that that tends to bring things to a head sometimes and mm-hmm. uh, because we want to put on our best and yeah. make such a great impression. Uh, mm-hmm. So if people have situations they would like to run past you to see if you can shed some light and, and help mm-hmm. them shed that pain and that worry and bring out their true self. Our uh-huh. phone number is 404-872-0750. That's 404-872-0750. Uh, to ask Lisa a question. She's the author of I Was Supposed to Be Happy. It's an invitation for you to find and choose what is true for you. And so this is something that Lisa has walked the walk and and talking the talk here. And uh, you may hear a little bit of an echo. She's calling from, uh, you said, Sweden? Yes, Sweden. Sweden. Stockholm, so, is the Sweden. So what is the, uh, uh, what's the temperature there right now? Oh, Roughly. we have it in Celsius. I'm not sure oh, what it would you be Celsius like in Fahrenheit. People. But I, I heard before I came on that it was, you have like 59. I was in New York just two weeks ago, and I think I would say that it is maybe 10, say 10 Fahrenheit below uh, you, I would say, if I would okay. try to translate it. <laughs> so you're in maybe 40 degrees yeah, I, I, I'm guessing now because I don't know the scale of Fahrenheit, okay. but it, it's it's turning down to uh, this week is kind of okay. Next week it will be zero Celsius, which is turning to, you know, wow. ice yeah. and stuff. So, uh, But we're waiting for the snow because now it's really, really, really dark and yeah. really, really, you know, just raining and being foggy. Uh-huh. So a little snow could light up the world for people. Yes. And that is actually... Um, just like I said, being aware of what you pick up. For me, being in Sweden now, you know, and everybody's point of view is that it's dark and it's this time of the year and everyone's stressed out and everything is, you know, you need to just like you said, have it all perfect for Christmas. Okay, so Lisa, I'm gonna I'm gonna break there, sweetheart, because we need to uh, take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk more about. Um, finding your true happiness 404-872-0750 we'll take more of your calls right after this welcome back to atlanta living i'm your host belinda skelton we're helping you be a little bit more of a happy person you feel like you've got it all as far as your kids your spouse your work your house your friends something's still not right inside we have i was supposed to be happy the author lisa henriksen on the line and lisa um, you're giving great advice and i want to go to the phone lines because we do have listeners waiting to talk to you is that okay yes of course okay let's go and speak with dennis dennis is in athens dennis Mm -hmm. you're on wsb how are you i'm fine ma'am okay give us your question you know, the subject of guilt, uh, even though you feel like you've been successful, mm-hmm. but you never are satisfied with what or how you are perceived by your family members or possibly the people that you work with, that uh, you are simply not doing a good enough job for them. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, this this show is, is great, and, and your host or, or your, uh, your guest is, is great. Uh, I just want to hear her reply. 
Yes. So what I did for my whole life, I would say that I was looking for the validation of someone else to tell me that I am, you know, good enough, that I was brilliant, that I was doing well, that I was a good mother, that I was, you know, the career, that I was good in so many ways. And no matter how many people told me or if nobody told me, it did not really matter as long as I didn't tell it to myself. And that was a big, 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 big key for me. And actually, I write in the book that it's crucial that you be your own cheerleader because in this weird reality, no matter how brilliant you are, sometimes people will not see it. And sometimes you are too brilliant for people to acknowledge you and see it. And they have their own stuff that they deal with. So if you could start, you know, seeing for yourself that you're actually creating a lot that you are brilliant just the way you are, you know, wake up in the morning and say that to yourself and don't expect it from anyone else. And if someone says it's like, oh, cool, thank you, I already knew that. (laughs) I have my friend's daughter, she says to me, when I say to her, like, you're so brilliant, she says, oh, I know, thank you for saying it. (laughs) And she just knows it by herself that she is that. She doesn't need anyone else to say to her to know that. Would that... Would that be something that you could use? <clears throat> that is a terrific answer, ma'am. Thank you. All right, Dennis, I suggest that you go buy Lisa's book. It was, it's called I Was Supposed to Be Happy and just devour it. And we'd love to hear back from you. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We'll be back right after this. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. And welcome to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. This can be a really tricky time of year. Um, We all strive to please everybody and and make our gatherings with family and friends uh, as perfect as possible. Um, But sometimes that doesn't always go as well as planned. And uh, there's a lady who's written a book called I Was Supposed to Be Happy. She had it all. She had the uh, white picket fence and the great job and the perfect husband and, and the 2.4 kids. I really don't know how many kids she had. But um, but she still had something missing inside that wasn't fulfilling her. So she looked deep in and started making changes in her life. So I have Lisa Henriksen uh, from Sweden, from Stockholm, Sweden. She's calling long distance. She's sitting in the dark because they only have an hour and a half of daylight. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, But Lisa, thanks for joining us and helping our listeners to figure out where the holes are in their life that are really keeping them from obtaining true happiness and uh, so we can fill those holes and they can find their true happiness. Yes, so thank you, Belinda, for having me. And, And I would say what you could fill those holes with is actually yourself. (laughs) Because what was missing in my perfect life was actually me. I had never learned, you know, to include myself Mm -hmm. and, you know, value myself and my choices and to make myself happy, not only to live for everyone else's, you know, everyone else's happiness or making up to make it all great in any way, like we do now, for example, for Christmas. And especially if you're 
if you're a parent, uh, then you want to do everything for yourself. But no, sorry, wrong. <laughs> That's my world now. Yeah. <laughs> Not to do everything for yourself, but to actually have yourself as well. What if you are just as valuable as your kids, as your husband, as your job? What if you actually are valuable too? And if you start caring for yourself and including you in your life, what you long for, what you would like to do, you know, add something once a day that would be kind to you and to your body. Well, you know, I know as a a mom and a wife, uh, Mm -hmm. my day is filled with work and then it's carpool and then it's soccer and it's lacrosse and it's wrestling and uh, basketball and it you know I, I come way down on the totem pole because everyone else needs come first yes so I don't I wouldn't even know what to start to do for myself no exactly and that is the thing that most of us have never asked ourselves if I could do something for me what would that look like I mean in my workshops I ask both women and men so what do you like to do they're like what do you mean I like, you know, because they forgot, because they don't do anything for themselves anymore, because you can't, because somewhere along the long, you decided you're not as valuable as everyone else. So what if that's the biggest lie? What if you starting taking care of yourself would actually create more for everyone around you? <laughs> that would be a big, you know, a carrot for you to actually take care of yourself. It would also increase the happiness of the ones around you, yeah. right? Yeah. But that means somebody doesn't get to go to one of their practices. But that's for another day. I could have you on for two no, two hours. No, here. But, it, but it is true. And and the thing is also for me, you know, starting to choose to actually take care of myself and taking time for myself, that brings up a lot of judgments in people. And as I said, you're also aware, even though people don't say it, they expect or they judge or they project something at you. And one key for me has been to to receive that judgment. What if I'm not perfect today? What if I can't do everything that I'm supposed to do? What if maybe today my son can't go to soccer because I have to take care of myself? Can we just sit down for a second and, you know, maybe read something instead? And what if mom takes a long bath with a glass of wine while you do something that you like, and then we can deal with all the stuff? Mm-hmm. But what if, you know, uh, what if it's okay to be judged as not enough and wrong and to receive that judgment and not make it real either? Because that's their stuff and their expectation. If you just, okay, I'm, I'm not perfect i can't be who said i needed to be perfect if you don't buy into that anymore then you can you know just wow have being willing to be judged yeah. i would say and to receive that and not make yourself wrong for choosing whatever it is that you need to choose for you okay these are these are big heavy things for us to think about being willing to let other people down for your own sake yeah, and what if, as I said, what if it doesn't mean that it gets worse for everyone else? What's, what if that's the biggest lie? Because who said that if I I take care of myself, it gets worse for you? What if it's actually the other way around? There's a really brilliant survey that says that egoistical people are actually the ones, you know, people who laugh and are happy and take care of themselves they are actually the ones spreading an energy that makes it better for everyone, while people who 
you know, extinct, can you say extinct, like they don't exist because mm-hmm. they just live for everyone else. That energy, uh, whatever that is, doesn't create more. It creates less for the people around you. And what if you, whoever is out there listening today, is a key somehow to yourself and to the people around you. If you are willing for you to choose something different and not buy into what everyone else expects of you and choose something different, and my, maybe that's also a way of showing someone else that it, it's okay. For me, it's been the more I have of me, the more I live, the more, you know, I, I mm-hmm. become actually happy. So for right. me... Being happy is not a state of I'm, I'm just joyful running around all the time. It's a state of being me. Yeah. And it's much easier to to live and to be happy if I have me. <laughs> they have more of you if you have more of you. Exactly. Okay, Lisa, let's go to the phone lines and speak uh-huh. with Veronica in Atlanta. You're on WSB. How are you, Veronica? Veronica? Hi, I'm great. Good. Sorry about that. Um, That's okay. This is, uh, this is my first time listening to your show, and I'm just loving everything about it, and what a great guest um, Lisa is. Oh, thank you, Thank sweet. you, Veronica. <laughs> so um, I called in um, because, you know, as the holidays are approaching, um, I always get a little bit, a little bit of anxiety about spending time with other family members. Um, I work really hard to try to, um, you know, keep a positive energy about me, um, and try to keep a higher vibration. And even with all my work, I do find myself coming down to others' low energy and vibrations, um, especially during this time when I'm spending so much time around people that are not working on um, having that higher energy and um, better moods. And I don't know, it's just I, I'm yeah. not sure how I can keep myself elevated. Now, I see what you mean, and that's connected to what I talked about before, you know, the the level of awareness that you have of what's going on around you, um, that that if you don't know that you're aware, then you pick it up and you make it yours. So, and even if you are aware, it's kind of tricky not to buy into it because it's so intense sometimes, whatever it is that people choose, and heaviness is kind of sticky, <laughs> and it's yeah. not wrong, it's just that... When people, many people around you choose that energy and, and also try to bring you to it because it's more comfortable for them if you're not, you know, being something else. That's a weird thing. People, you know, would like to vibrate in the same because it's more comfortable for them if you don't, you're not, you know, sticking out somehow because then they make themselves wrong for not being that. So whatever that is. But what if you could for you choose not to buy into their stuff. Whatever they're choosing or trying to put on you, be you and have that energy for you. And whoever gets it is going to get it, and at least you have it for you. And also, um, it's not just awareness. For me, it's also being aware of your thoughts. Because when you wake up in the morning and you start thinking of, just all the stuff that's around you or all the people that are trying to weigh you down or whatever that is, if you instead start looking at what's actually brilliant about what's around you, then you can change that that thing for you as well and you don't have to make them so significant as well. Because if we, 
you know, get a hang-up on all of those people, the more influence they will get instead of you just being an entity of, okay, hi, I'm here, I'm choosing this, and I'm daring to choose this, even though you don't get me. Maybe you'll make me wrong. Maybe you'll even hate me, but I'm being it anyway. And you are, I promise you, so strong that you can do that. And that will be an invitation to other people who know the same thing and long for that energy that you are. So... Okay, Veronica? Yes, thank you so much. I, I love that. I will, I will keep that with me, and that's just such perfect timing for this conversation. So thank you so much. Good, and thank I hope it's not the last time you tune in to the show. Thank you for your call. Let's try to get one more quick call in. Uh, da, 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 Sam and Marietta. Sam, you're on WSB. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing good, Belinda and Lisa. Great show. Very interesting thank topic. You. And thank thanks you. Thanks for doing that. <laughs> Um, so my question is to Lisa was mentioning about the consciousness and increasing the awareness. Um, so how do you do that? Is there a tool like meditation or something which uh, Lisa recommends to reach the consciousness and be always happy irrespective of whatever things happening around us? I would say, uh, as I said, the biggest thing for me was to become aware of how aware I am. And every time something hits me, like I feel sad or I feel heavy or, or whatever it is that hits me, maybe I'm so, suddenly totally stressed even though I'm walking alone in the park, I'm picking up someone else's thing, stuff that's just going on around me. And if I, in that moment, ask myself, is this mine? That will create, if it's not yours, whatever that energy is will lighten up and not be there anymore. And as I said in the beginning, it sounds like it's too easy. And my invitation to you is to try to ask that question. It's like, who does this belong to? Is it even mine? Or did I buy into it somewhere that I had to have that, whatever it is that I'm aware of? Um, And that for me is... Consciousness, in Access Consciousness, the tools that I use to create my life, they say that consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. So what if you just walk through life and know that you're really aware and ask yourself what else can you add to have more of you and just peel off the stuff that's not yours? That is, for me, what consciousness is all about. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. All right, Sam. Is there anything else? No, that's all. Thank you. All right, Sam. Thank you so much. All right, Lisa, we are running out of time. Where can folks find your book? Amazon right now. Um, you can also surf in um, supposedtobehappy.com or Lisa Hendrickson, but I know my, la- my last name is kind of tricky, so surf in to www.supposedtobehappy.com and you can read all about the book there and also download uh, the introduction to the book if you leave your email address there. So there's some different options. Yes, and the title of the book was uh, is I Was Supposed to Be Happy, An Invitation for You to Find and Choose What is True for You. Thank you so much for joining us, Lisa. Thank you, Belinda, for having me. And take care of yourself in in the Christmas jungle. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Have a great day. All right, folks, coming up, David Danzig with Breaking Choose, followed by a unique segment on cars. Stay tuned. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now back to Belinda Skelton. 
Hey, welcome back, y'all, to Atlanta Living. It is time for Breaking Chews. Now, this is our weekly check-in on all the -the up-to-the-minute breaking news about local restaurants, chefs, festivals. I'm here with our favorite foodie correspondent, David Danzig, of the website BitesAndSites.net, also a food writer for Atlanta Social Season Magazine, and, of course, BelindaSkelton.com. Now... There's a new restaurant right near the station I that know. we're all excited about. Oh, it's great. So the restaurant space at the base of Peachtree Point, which is literally next door to the WSB Studios, has struggled for years to find a long-term anchor. It, it, despite having some really great chefs like Sean Doty, his mid- Mid-City Cuisine, Bruce Logue's mm-hmm. um, La Pietra Cucina, well, now we have Tavern Point, and I'm very excited to think this is going to do great because it's Chef Drew Van Leeuwen. He is the guy behind Seven Lamps and Grain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tavern Point is sort of like a very upscale tavern, and it's easygoing. There's great service. It's kind of got this exposed brick dining room. But they do some amazing food, including they do these deviled eggs with these explosively flavorful burnt ends on the top. And they do poutine fries, you know, the fries with the gravy. They do a Peruvian brisket. Um, Really nice gourmet stuff, a Berkshire pork chop that I had that I just love. So great food. And then Madison Birch, who you've had on the show, she is mixologist extraordinaire she does the cocktails over at grain and um she does some amazing drinks so you kind of have all the ingredients for a great tavern you have a very comfortable place great food you have great drinks it's reasonable and um so tavern point look for all the information i got a bunch of pictures at belindaskelton.com try their chicken chili with boiled peanuts okay instead of the beans it has boiled peanuts all right i'm going right now all right. Okay. Where can we find you during the week? During the week, my website is bitesandsites.net and follow me on all my social media and then you can see where I'm chowing down. Okay. Folks, you've been listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.